Happy Wednesday and happy Halloween, everyone. We have a very spooky episode coming up. First of all, Maggie, do you believe in ghosts? For sure, I believe in ghosts. You do? Yeah. I mean, I have never had an experience with one. Um, to be determined if you're a ghost out there, feel free. No. <laughs> so reach out to Maggie. Yeah. Feel free. Oh, I'm Maggie open to it. Um, but yeah, I believe in ghosts. I think there's a lot said about, I've had dreams of people that have passed that have come to me in a dream. Uh-huh. I think there's a lot to be said about spirits, like a ghost as in like, Ooh, like a white sheet sort of, you know, I think it's just spirits or people that haven't fully passed on. Yeah, this is a great topic. And I'm excited. There was um, one of my colleagues at school suggested that I look into the town, what's known as Crestone, Colorado. Oh, okay. And in the Telluride News not so long ago, a paranormal author and investigator Richard Estep is the founder of the Boulder County Boulder County Paranormal Research Society. Ooh. He does research on paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. That's crazy. And he explained the purported plethora of spooks this way. Where everyone finds strong emotions, one finds ghosts. Whoa. <laughs> so that's his job? Yeah. And that is amazing. We should probably tap into him. I know. Tap so into him. He said that is why we find so many haunted hospitals and theaters because of the strong emotions. Do you but, think he has like a sixth sense? Probably. I don't know. But remember when we went with the Lieb family to the Stanley Hotel yeah. up at Estes Park? We did the ghost yeah, tour. Yeah, that was spooky. That was fun. I mean, I don't think anyone, uh, any one of us in either of the families felt or saw anything. No, we didn't. But the Stanley Hotel is a, it's actually a hotel that uh, Stephen King yeah, based was the shining inspired when he wrote the book mm-hmm. The Shining. And then when we went to that hotel, we did the tour of the hotel. Yeah. And I'll never forget the one doorway that Max opened up and he looked up the staircase at the top. It had the words red rum. Oh, that's so on purpose. <laughs> no, but still it was fun. It's like part of, yeah, yeah. That, that was fun. Yeah. So we had a lot of listeners share their stories and yeah, we have some um, good ghost stories. really some good or spirit stories. Yeah. We, you know, overall in our podcast, we try not to mention names unless we ask permission. Although we've mentioned a few names already, <laughs> like Max and Taylor. Yeah, and I know. Know. Hey, just... But um, I have to, I remember years ago, I think Dad and I had a, a binge watching of scary movies. And we mm-hmm. watched The Sixth Sense and Blair Witch Project. Oof. Any listeners watch either of those? Oh my gosh. I remember after, after watching those two, two nights in a row, I had to have Dad walk me to the bedroom when I was ready to go to bed. I was so yeah, afraid to walk up the terrifying. stairs. Yeah. So I um, I just think, you know, again, this writer talks about other paranormal investigators, and they've written an amateur ghost hunting guide to southwest Colorado, the hmm. Wild West Ghosts. And the Todds live in Gunnison, and they found plenty of haunted places in this region on a paranormal tour. Wow. Wow. I don't think, I mean, the Stanley Hotel was the closest thing we yeah. have ever come to a paranormal hotel, but... yeah. I'd be curious to stay the night in the Stanley Hotel, Ooh, which we didn't do. No. Um, all right. Uh, when I was a little girl, my best friend in the neighborhood, Melanie Slykowski, mm-hmm. t- 
talked about how she always felt very comforted when the rocking chair in her room would just start rocking. She felt comfort? Because she knew it was her grandmother who had wow. passed. But the, all of a sudden, the rocking chair would just start rocking without anyone sitting in it. It was yeah. at nighttime when she and her sister were just sleeping, and all of a sudden, they would hear the rocking chair start rocking. That is terrifying. Yeah, but she didn't feel afraid. See, people say they don't. I had some people share stories that we'll yeah. be reading, and they say they weren't afraid. Yeah. Well, let's hear some of those okay. stories. So let's start with, so thank you all who submitted, and we're going to read a few. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate when everyone submits stories, because we don't really have any ghost-specific stories. No, that was the closest thing I came. And then, um, yeah, so tis the season for some spookiness, right? Yes. Okay, so we have the Rainbow Wife submitted this story. She said... I had a ghost in my freshman dorm room, and she died on our floor. So the ghost... Was it a college student? Yeah, that died on their floor. At some point while she was there or previously? It, she didn't mention. I think previously. Yeah, probably late, early. Or, yeah, before... Well, probably a while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So she died on our floor in a dorm room that was permanently locked. She often would oh. shake our doorknobs and make noise on the doors. Oh a lot gosh. of my friends were skeptical until my friends... Wait, a lot of my friends were skeptical until one night I decided to address her. A bunch of us were hanging out in my room and the doorknob shook. I greeted her out loud and asked her if she was present, if she would let us know. Almost immediately after saying this, I had a full row of picture frames go down one by one in a row on either side of the room. Oh, my gosh. Everyone in that room has always now believed in ghosts. Oh, my gosh. And then... Oh, and then she said... My mom used to always tell us ghosts are just trapped souls and need to be told it's okay to move on. Oh. I honestly didn't get nervous, but everyone else ran out of the room. <sighs> so, um, Wow. Thanks for sharing that story. Yes. Thank wow. you. Um, and then I have another here. And this one is from K-S. So this is from Kasha. K-S-N-O-W-A-C-K-I is her username on Instagram. Hi, Kasha. Hi, Kasha. Thank you. What's your story, Kasha? Let's hear it. I have what my family calls a water ghost. Sometimes I'll be in a room and all sources of water will turn on. It's happened in a public restroom and literally all 14 sinks turned on at once. Oh my gosh. Listen, I'm so saying. And when I left the water fountains out front turned on, my mom was with me and saw it all. There have been a lot more instances where this has happened and multiple different people have been with me. Oh my gosh. That is a great story. Yeah, that's terrifying. But I kind of want to be around her when that Thanks, happens. Thanks, Kasha. Thanks, Kasha. Oh, and the other one I should just say is Mackenzie. The rainbow wife was yes. Mackenzie Stewart. Mackenzie's a great writer, too. I like the way they both describe these stories. I know. They're really great at writing. Yeah. Okay. Do you have one? I or, I want you to keep going with another listener. Okay. 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 So we have another one. Okay. I have a few. When I was about nine or 10, I was in my bedroom in New England and heard a child's voice say something to me. Surprised, I quickly turned towards my doorway and saw an image of a young child smiling. When I asked, who are you? They vanished and I never saw them again. It didn't scare me. It was surprisingly peaceful. Another one was right after our first child was born. Our answering machine would beep and make noise every morning at 2 a.m. for two weeks. What? I felt like it was maybe one of our loved ones, particularly my husband's dad, letting us know he knows about the baby. Oh. Isn't that I believe that. You know, is it more to her story? Mm -hmm. Okay, keep going. But you can say something. 
Well, I feel like this reminds me of um, a dream I had the night before I found out that your grandfather, my father, passed yeah. away. And I, I wonder if people, spirits, also come to us mm-hmm. in different methods or mediums, mm-hmm. such as dreams or in, in that like a phone. listeners, like the answering machine. Because there's so much, you know, there's so much we don't know. Oh, yeah. About how they- but go ahead with this. I mean, should I talk about that? Dream? Yeah, no, talk about that more. We're like going through them fast. Okay. So. Um, I recall when, uh, the night before my father passed away, I remember we were getting a lot of communication via Mm -hmm. email on updates and how he was doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I think remember thinking to myself, oh, I I hope I don't find out by email whether or not he passes. And so that night I fell asleep and I had a dream that the secretary at my school, Nancy, Mm -hmm. was telling me in my dream, Maureen, you have a phone call Mm. on line one. I want to to transfer it over to your office. Mm. And I remember saying, no, no, I don't want to take the call. Yeah. And I knew what the message was was supposed to be. But I said, no, no, I refuse to take the call. Yeah. I don't want to hear what this is. And the next morning, I received an email that my father had passed away. And so my dream was one where I felt like he he was... Yeah. Well... That he was telling you? Yeah, that I I found out... Well, didn't you see... And then I... And then I... was looking in the window. And then I... that, That morning, or sometime that night, I... He appeared in my bedroom window, and it was okay. Wow. And I think also dreams. I think a lot of us may have dreams of those who have passed because mm-hmm. it's their way of still being with us and mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I agree. Other... And isn't that? I feel like when I'm a ghost, I'll want to say hi to my check loved in ones. and yeah, see why not. Yeah. So then, after that story that the listener just shared, we just read. Then she said, and finally, I'm a big believer in angel visits in our dreams. Angel visits. Good. I think loved ones who have passed sometimes visit us in our dreams. Yes. One of my best friends passed in December, and a month later, she appeared in my dream to let me know she was great and didn't look sick anymore. When I woke up from the dream, I saw it was her birthday. Oh, my goodness. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think sometimes people are afraid to talk about these things. You know, is it scary? Is it... Just confusing. Do you want to believe? Do you not want to believe? Do you sometimes question? Do we sometimes question someone else's story? I mean, yeah, like, I, yeah, I don't, because I, you know, I, I'm pretty yeah. open. I have a, a friend who, is very, a very open person, um, and she describes that once at a party, years ago, a woman approached my friend. And the woman said to her, you're a witch, aren't you? <laughs> and she meant it in a way that wasn't like a mean. You're a witch. Like a. Like you're a bitch. No, not like that. Like a yeah. witch, like you really no, have that sixth, sixth sense. sense. And and my friend is very open mm-hmm. to others, feelings, situations, the sensitivity. So I, I wonder if that's part of it. It's like you're if you're open, yeah. more experiences might come to you. This I don't is know. kind of about okay, I don't have a sixth sense, but I do 
So I know Auntie B, if you're listening, and Lindsay have the same thing. So my cousin Lindsay and then my aunt, or Aunt Eliza, shall I say. She, we all get this sensation in our head when we're listening to someone. I wish they were here to help me explain this. What do they call it? The... Uh, they say it's Easy like BGs or no, it's like a warm, tingly feeling okay. in your head that's very calming. Oh, but when someone has a calming voice Ooh. or like a good energy, it's like an uh, it's like a feeling in, her, in your in their head. Their I'm gonna text Lindsay forehead? and ask what the what okay, because she described that. Okay, um, so basically, it's just this warm sensation when I'm talking, and it can just be a random stranger on the street. And do you have that too? Yeah, no, I get that too, but we always say with Nana. We oh. think she has a good, but we, I'm going to text com- her and ask what it's. A good voice. Yeah. We can always come back to it. Yeah. What's that thing? What do you and your mom call that sensation? Okay. I'm, get with... I'm going to read this other one that's from a story that uh, one person describes one night after the museum was closed around the holidays. Regarding spirits, I was dusting in the gift shop, and behind the door I noticed an iron cross. And I said out loud, that cross has a a Celtic look to it. The author recalled, the next morning he opened the office and noticed that the cross had been removed from behind the front door. Now it lay directly in the middle of the floor. The message I took from this, that is, they're listening, and they want me to know it. Wait, what was this? This is from that Telluride News article about paranormal activity. And it was a museum director's experience when he worked. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's like the guy on the Stanley. The Stanley Hotel. Hotel tour. Dad is like, do you actually believe in this? Like to to the tour guide? Yeah. And the tour guide said he didn't at all until he was on a tour and some ghost approached the whole tour. The whole group ran. Oh. And he said ever since that day, he has. But it's like, is he also just saying that? You don't know. But I think if you're open to it, maybe. Yeah, which I said, if any ghosts are willing yeah. to come to me. Um, okay, we have another story. Yes. Oh, wait, Lindsay replied. Let's see what she said. Does she know we're putting it on She the said pocket? she calls it the tinglies. The tinglies. So that's like, I, I get it too. Like when it's, um, you just, your head like starts the to tinglies. tingle, but it's not a bad tingle. But I've gotten it with people like just strangers. And I'm like, oh, I could talk to them forever because it feels like good in yeah, my head. I, I know it's it. so weird. Okay. This next ghost story, we actually have two. And this is from Sam Straley, 13. So thank you, Sam, for sharing. Um, do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. He sent a whole email. Um, which what's, yeah, you guys can always send in emails as well. Yeah. Which, cause I know. So. And what's your email address? Um, well I have two, but Maggie Christine 21 at Gmail or Maggie, Christine. Maggie Stewart. At, oh, Maggie may I check both. Okay. Um, Hey Let's guys, huge, huge, okay. huge, huge fan of the show. So glad to be a part of it. In oh, any thanks way Sam. I can. Thank you, Sam. So I'm guessing the whole reason behind the ghost episode is because it's nearing Halloween and you guys are looking for a good spook. So if this is the case, I apologize in advance because none of the ghost stories I'm about to share are really that creepy, at least by traditional Halloween standards. I feel like that's how all of them are. Yeah. You know, like it's, um, everyone feels more peaceful. Yeah. Like we haven't heard one that the person would go running. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Away. Yeah. 
However, I hold all of these stories very close to my heart, and I hope you guys enjoy them as much as I do. Okay, here we go. Okay, his story. So this one I consider less of a ghost story and more of an angel story. So this is something that happened to me when I was three years old, but something I still vividly remember. So my mom had taken my older sister, Sarah, and I to some sort of school event one evening. I don't really remember the specifics of the actual event, only that I was really wanting to go home. And being the impatient kid I was, I decided to run ahead of my mom and sister as we were headed back to our car, which was parked across the street. Before crossing, I remember being in between two parked cars, which obscured my view of any oncoming traffic. But I could see our blue minivan right in front of me, just across the road. Impulsively, I started booking it towards the car. But before I could even get halfway across, I see a car to my right speeding straight toward me. Oh my gosh. I remember being mid-stride and then feeling something pull the back of my shirt, lifting me off the ground and out of the way of the car. Wow. I turned around expecting to see my mom, but nobody was there. Wow. Both my sister and my mom also saw this happen. Wow. They described me as being lifted off the, lifted off the ground and sort of pushed back. Oh, my god! Though I remember feeling pulled. Yeah. Honestly, the best way to describe it would be it sort of felt like what I imagine a tractor beam feeling like. Sort of like I was frozen and couldn't move. A very intense force. Wow. Aside from being scared and confused, I remember feeling this sense of guilt. Like I was in trouble or something because my mom was clearly pretty upset about the whole incident. Yeah, that's scary. I specifically remember sitting on the top bunk of my bed later that evening and just crying. Oh my gosh. Someone was taking care of Sam. Yeah. Someone was watching out for him. Yeah, seriously. It wasn't his time yet, More of an angel story. That's insane. Yeah. And then... Does he have any other stories? Yes, I'm about to read them. Oh. Okay, then he has Sarah's story, which is his sister. So the night after my grandma Gert passed away, my sister had a dream where her and my grandma were walking through my grandma's house together a house that was very special to us as it served as a second home during our childhood. In the dream, they talked and told stories as they made their way through the house. As they got to the front staircase, my grandma started to walk up. My sister went to follow, but my grandma stopped her saying that she wasn't allowed to go any further, that she had to stay, that it wasn't her time. Wow. My grandma then proceeded to walk up the stairs and into an extremely bright light shining through the window at the top of the landing. Then she woke up. Wow. Isn't that wild? Oh. Um, and then here's the last one he shared. Thanks, Sam, for all these stories. They're great. Mrs. Heink is the mom of an old friend of mine, and I once told her the story about my sister's dream, and she responded by telling me one of the most powerful dream stories I've ever heard. So Mrs. Heink's mom passed away when she was just a little girl, and she didn't have any memories of her other than that she remembered her mom dressing her in a yellow dress every Sunday for church. Or whatever. Okay, we have it. Naturally, at every major event in her life, she would think of her mom, and it would make her sad knowing she wasn't there. One night, years later, after many milestones of her life, Mrs. Hank had a dream where she was a little girl wearing the same yellow dress she wore to church every Sunday. And she and her mom, who is exactly how she remembered her, walked through every one of her major life events oh together. My they both watched as she went to prom, as she graduated, as she got married, oh. as she gave birth, etc. Her mother was with her. She woke up everything. weeping knowing that her mom actually never missed a thing. Oh, I'm Doesn't crying. that give you chills? I am crying right now. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> the tears are coming out of my I know. eyes. <sighs> anyway, that is too. a powerful one. Thank you, Sam. That is a. They're all. There are tears. Okay, I gotta recover from this one. <sighs> all great stories, you yeah. know? See, these makes me be a believer. That... And, and, and you yeah. know what? It, it actually, it's okay. You know, why be skeptical? Why? Yeah. Is it because we're afraid? Is that big question? Well, isn't it religion for some people? Don't it could believe. be, I guess. I sent you a, a link this week about a UFO. This is sort of oh, shifting yeah. gears a little to bit. A UF- well, we got to get the tears out of here. I know. I got to think about other things. But I know when last a few summers ago, we went down to Salida, Colorado, which is kind of in that mm-hmm. same general vicinity as that Crestone, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Where there's a lot of super... Did I already do this Crestone? Yeah. A lot of supernatural, spiritual I think experiences. We that. I, don't know not, I, I can do that. But don't you have a story from it? Yeah. Um, but Crestone, Colorado is known for a lot of spirituality and supernatural mm-hmm. experiences. And then I think Salida, I remember we were all down having pizza, which is the most Instagrammable photo Food. out there. Um, and Max had heard that Salida is known for UFO spotting. Mm. So he's just like, I'm, I'm going on. I'm, looking. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm like on my way. Looking for any... <laughs> it's like daytime. But anyway, this past week, there was a UFO spotted off the outer banks of North Carolina. And someone did a video. And it's a it was a video. And I sent it to you mm-hmm. via text message, uh, a video showing a series of unidentified flying objects over North Carolina's Outer Banks, and it went viral. Wow. It was Wait, pretty let me cool. see the video. We yeah. should share it below. Yeah, we could share that this also, but um, people in the background can be heard commenting on the lights. We were in the middle of the ocean on a ferry, nothing around. Look, nothing around, no land, no nothing, the person added. Oh, but then they thought it was a near, nearby military base. However, a spokesman from the military base confirmed that no aircraft from that base was in the area the day the video was posted. So there Whoa. was some skeptics out there. But That's then, you think. at least watch the video. It's pretty Look, fun. Nothing in the sky at all. Then all of a sudden, bam, Whoa. what is that? Anybody tell me what that is? <laughs> We're in the middle of the ocean on a ferry. Nothing around. Look. Nothing wow. around. No land, no nothing. Yeah, and, and the military they were not near there was no aircraft in the wow. in that area that day. I this past week I was meeting with a student and she described her sister having an experience up in um, Grand Junction, Colorado, mm-hmm. where she was with a friend on a hike and they had so, they saw some UFO sightings. Also, so I'll have to try to get. I think strange lights are like a frequent. That's like yeah, like they fly around in a way that's not like an airplane, not like a drone. I believe in UFOs. You? Yeah. I mean, come on. There is certainly something else out there. Our world is. It's very. We don't know the extent. Isn't it very um, egotistical to think we're the only life in this universe? Yeah. Well, all right. 
I don't have to convince you. No. Um, so trying to think what else. What are you doing for Halloween? Oh, Mom, you just said you don't like Halloween? I have to say, Halloween is my least favorite holiday because of the colors. I don't care for the <laughs> orange and black combination. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. And pumpkins. But just, you don't like pumpkins? I don't know. I feel like maybe I've always felt really stressed trying to get you guys costumes. Yeah. I would, and now you I would don't make have to. your costumes. What was your favorite Halloween costume, Maggie? Do you have one? That you remember? I remember once I made one for Max. It was um, oh, poke, a Pokemon character mm. that had like four arms. See, when you're younger, yeah, that's a lot of stress. With the There's costumes. a lot of stress. Because then you have like the costume competition at school and everyone. The parades. I remember one year I was a devil at Catholic school. Jeepers. I don't think that was allowed, but I was a rebel. But and now- then I switched it to a photographer at night just because I could wear all black. It was like really cold. Oh. And I was like... That's pretty smart. Yeah, but I was like, I'm just wearing a black turtleneck leggings, and I put a camera, like one of your old cameras, around my neck. That's a and good I one. called it a day. But yeah, I, wonder, I thought I, it was funny. I dressed up as a devil at the Catholic school. I know. I think I'm surprised um, I didn't get sent home. I think um, now schools are not necessarily doing Halloween yeah. dress up anymore. Mm-hmm. Although we in our counseling department, we usually dress up as some kind of theme. Yeah. Um, but back to Crestone, Colorado, it is known as the spiritual Mecca. Oh. And there are lots of different religions and experiences, and it's sort of like a holy place. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else about this mining town. But it's lots of different religions. It looks like have centers Mm. set up there um, the centers here represent faiths that faiths that include buddhism hinduism christianity native american spiritual traditions and a variety of new age beliefs mm. it's a small town of only 150 people and there are so many traditions people who go there to seem to have um, lots of spiritual wow um experiences um i have a story about pumpkins okay the little boy i nanny he's two almost two and he calls pumpkins happies happy because from like a book he read are you listening yeah i'm listening um he calls them happies so then we go to story time every tuesday at the library and of course this last tuesday it was a pumpkin book and, like, all the kids are like, pumpkins. And then he just shouts, happies. I'm like, oh, God, I got to teach him that it's actually pumpkins. <laughs> like, his whole life, he's going to call it happies. He's just like, happy, you know. Happy. That's cute. But um, And then tonight, we will have the hunter moon. Now, I know by the time this podcast yeah. is getting. What is the hunter listen, moon, Mom? It's Let's take a look. The hunter's moon is the full moon that appears in October after the harvest moon. According to the Farmer's Almanac, the hunter's moon gets its name from the Native Americans. Mm. After the harvest, animals would come in to the fields for scraps. So tonight is going to be a pretty magnificent night October. in October for the hunter's moon. So all of you listeners, share us your experience with the hunter's moon if you happen to see it. Yeah. Um, Well, I hope everyone has a... Right, we're done. I think so. There, there's one more podcast related to our topic that um, one of my colleagues at school recommended, and there's some podcasts just on yeah spooky stories. She recommended 
this one yeah. is called Up and Vanished. Mm. Is it okay to promote other podcasts? For sure. On our podcast? Oh, of course. Yeah. Up and Vanished. If you like this topic, check out this podcast. Up and Vanished? Yes. I'll, I'll put the link. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Well, I hope everyone has a safe and happy Halloween. Oh, happy. I went to a haunted house. Happy. I forgot I went to a haunted house. <laughs> happy. happy. Oh, what was a haunted house? Experience? It was just the Ranky Bros. Oh, okay. You were all the way down this way. Yeah, I should have stopped so hard. Past your bedtime, though. Yeah. Um, we were going to go to 13th floor, but the wait was an hour and 45 minutes. So I we were know. like, no. So then we went to Ranky Bros, but I can't really say I got scared. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad that you... Um, one time at Halloween Horror Nights in Universal, they can chase you around, and they have a chainsaw. They can't touch you, but they remember the scared ones, and I was terrified. Yeah. And they kept following me around, and they're like, we remember the scared ones. I know, and I don't know. I don't really like those kinds of experiences. I don't mind hearing people's true stories, yeah. but I don't want to pay for someone to chase after me. I know. I'd I rather like... have a free spiritual experience. <laughs> so any ghosts? Yeah, I don't want to pay for you to come visit me. You just come any visit. Any ghosts out there that... Um, I'm open. I'm ready. You wait. Tonight we <laughs> oh both have gosh. like experiences. <laughs> Well, we'd love to, to hear other stories. So if this kind of triggered your memories of some yeah. dreams or experiences or thoughts on this topic, we are always open to Yeah, hearing. let us know. Maybe we'll let share them on know. another one. But yeah. um, what else is going on? I'll be in Florida oh, when Saint this Petersburg. gets released. Yes. So Maggie right now, future Maggie's in Florida. Yes. <laughs> we'll have a great tip. Tell all your Friends, I said hi. I and your friends' moms. Well, you can tell them. Oh, hi, this. Maggie's friends. <laughs> and friends' moms. Um, all right, mom. And dads, too. I shouldn't exclude. And dogs. And yeah, and cats. dogs. <laughs> and people. So, yeah. I think that's it. I think, I think it's a wrap. It. I think that's a wrap. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs>